Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning to another episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. I am so glad that you are listening to me in your headphones, your smart speaker, your computer, your laptop, wherever you're listening to this podcast from. I'm so excited that you're doing that. This is the Business Life and Coffee podcast, a virtual mentorship podcast for people who are early stage entrepreneurs and busy professionals who care deeply about finding a healthy balance Healthy is the operative word, healthy balance between work and the rest of our lives. So if you're listening to this for the first time, welcome. If you are a longtime listener, hey, welcome back. All right. The show is brought to you by two sponsors, and they're the the main supporting sponsors of the show, which is Jumpstart HR, which is my HR outsourcing company, and our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash blc. We'll get into more of those later, but I wanted to give you a heads up because at the airing of the show, I will be in Seattle, Washington. I will be speaking at Sherm's People Analytics Conference in Seattle, Washington. I'm going to be moderating a panel and the topic of what we're going to be discussing is recruiting and inventorying analytical talent within your company. And super stoked, one of my panelists is going to be Andrew Sandico, who is the Director of HR Analytics, Talent, and Learning at Microsoft. Y'all, I should be my own mama. I made a segment. Getting able to talk with heads of talent analytics at Microsoft is a pretty big deal because they're doing some pretty phenomenal stuff. So, A, if you're listening to this podcast and you're at the conference, come find me, say hey. But B, if you're listening and you want to connect next time I'm in your town, Give me a heads up or if you want me to come speak in your town, give me a heads up of any programs you have, any um, panels you want me to moderate or if you want me to take this podcast on the road. So super excited about that. How are you doing? How is your first few weeks of the year going on? Um, let me know on social media at uh, Joey V Price HR. That's on Twitter and Instagram and on LinkedIn as well. Just linkedin.com slash in slash Joey V Price. I'm easy to find. You can Google me and you should see my stuff pop up. But yeah, that is going to be, you know, where I am during this podcast. But I do travel and I want to come meet you. This segment is called Mama, I Made It. And y'all, this guy who I'm about to talk about has made it already like, He's already got a big platform. He's already doing incredible things. And normally this spotlight is for entrepreneurs and change agents across the country. So check and check. Um, and this guy that I'm going to talk about is Mike Todd. Mike Todd is a pastor of Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Mike has done something pretty incredible. He has a new book coming out called Relationship Goals. And he's already the number one best-selling book in dating on Amazon. And at the time of this recording, he announced it yesterday. He announced the book yesterday. It's already the number one bestseller. So he is killing the game. Mike Todd, hey man, I just want you to know I'm going to get a copy of this book. Uh, happily married, but definitely working on it, working through it. So I know this book has something for me as well. But if you're listening to this the show, I've got a link in my show notes where you too can go ahead and get your copy of Mike Todd's new book. And something about Mike Todd that I really appreciate is that 
he is a leader who's built a platform and now he's releasing a book that's going to encourage the growth and personal development of other people as well as what he's already doing weekly on his preaching platform at Transformation. So, you know, growth, personal development, getting your life right, those are all of the things and values that I look for um, and, and even advice and things that I share here on this podcast. So to see Mike Todd doing his thing, already number one on Amazon, and the book comes out in April, I believe it comes out April April 28th, 2002. So at the time of podcast, it's like four months away and he's already number one. Let's see how long we can keep on number one on the chart, y'all. Go support his book. The link to the book is in the show notes. You can get it on Amazon. It's called Relationship Goals and it's a candid, inspiring guide to finding lasting love by getting real about your relationship goals based on the viral sermon series about dating, marriage, and yes, sex. So Mike Todd, hey man, congratulations. You're doing amazing things. Can't wait to see what you do next. Jesus is king. Yes. And uh, enjoy the success that you uh, have earned and the platforms that you've earned. Kudos to you. All right. Speaking of kudos, if you want kudos and you want to be a part of what we're doing here at the Business Life and Coffee podcast, why not join our Patreon page? So Patreon is a new platform for creators such as myself who create podcasts, who do film, who do music, who do videos, who do short stories, cartoons, whatever. Patreon has said, hey, it is time to give kudos to those creators who are providing valuable content on free platforms such as this podcast. Uh, we've never charged to listen to an episode and we will never charge to listen to an episode uh, that is on the public stream. Now, for those Patreons who support and subscribe to our Patreon at various levels, of course, there's going to be some incentive for you to join. So why don't you click on the link in the show notes, see what those incentives are. And if you feel so led, it starts at $3 a month, y'all. So this isn't something big, but... When more and more people agree and commit to join the Patreon page, we can do a lot of great things on the show. A, we can get more guests. We can update. Uh, we can produce more shows more often. We can get your feedback of types of things that you want to see on the show. So why not take a look at our Patreon page and uh, join and subscribe Merch is coming, private podcasts are coming, events are coming, and I want you to be a part of that. So please, please, please check out my Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash BLC. Now let's get back to the show. All right. This week on While You Were Working. While You Were Working is where we turn our attention to an article that maybe you didn't get a chance to read or uh, a piece of news that maybe you didn't get a chance to check out that I believe is going to seriously impact your ability to lead at work, at home, in your career, wherever. And this week's While You Were Working comes from Carrie Newoff's blog, and this already has a ton of shares, but hey, maybe you missed it because you were working, you were grinding, you were crushing. Uh, but I want to let you know that there are five disruptive leadership trends that will rule in 2020. 
Now, I'm going to scroll through here. I'm not going to give away all of them because Carrie wrote this. He needs to get credit. You need to click the link in the show notes. You need to go view it. You need to go share it. You need to consume all that's on this page. But there is something that he says in here that is an interesting trend from what we experienced in the last decade that he sees is going to be huge in 2020. And this is important not only for entrepreneurs who are looking to develop a service or software or product, but this is also important for decision makers at work and how you roll out software or you evaluate software or you evaluate how you lead your teams. So one of the second or or the second disruptive leadership trend that Carrie believes is going to happen in 2020 is that DIY is giving way to DIFM which he calls the age of pre-sliced apples. Now, if you've never heard D-I-F-M, you're not alone. I uh, hadn't heard of that either, but you can kind of guess it's do it for me as opposed to do it yourself. And what he's saying is people are willing to pay double, triple, or 10x the price of a normal apple simply to have someone else slice it for them. And you might want to listen to this part of the conversation here because it happens every day. I am more willing to pay an Uber to drive me into a city where I already have a license. I already have a vehicle. I can afford parking. I'm willing to pay for an Uber or a Lyft or whatever, you know, rideshare platforms out there because of the convenience of not having to drive myself. And if you're listening, you probably agree. You have a DoorDash account, you have a shipped account, you have Uber, Lyft, Rideshare, whatever. There's this whole do it for me phenomenon that is happening with all of these things because it's a lot more convenient to uh, have someone do it for you than to have to do it yourself. Even though Carrie says, hey, if you want pre-sliced apples, why not just go to the store, get an apple, get a sharp knife and cut it yourself? That's a lot of time. I'd rather go into 7-Eleven or wherever you get your pre-sliced apples, have them cut and just buy them off the shelf. So think about that. While you were working, someone was creating a company that would do things for you for the sake of convenience. While you work in this next decade, you should evaluate how you can get a piece of that too. It's super important that we are setting ourselves up to be successful in the new way of doing business. So whether that is creating your own rideshare, whether that is creating your own video editing company or social media marketing company or, um, you know, content production, blog writing, whatever you can promote within your company if you're an employee or as a service to other people, the do it for me era is approaching. And I think Carrie's right on that. I think Carrie is absolutely right. So check out the link to that part of this week's episode while you were working and let's get on with the show. Speaking of do it for me, everyone knows that first of all, there was a book for entrepreneurs and it was called The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And in The E-Myth, he talks about how entrepreneurs have to wear a lot of hats. Uh, When you first start out, you've gotta be the visionary, you've gotta execute, you've gotta do marketing, you've gotta do sales, you've gotta do legal, you've gotta do HR, you've gotta do IT, you've gotta do everything that exists in the company. And when you grow to a level of size where you don't have to do that anymore, 
you should pat yourself on the back. You should find great people around you who can DIFM, do it for me, do it for you, and help your business continue to grow. Why? Because you want to make sure that you're spending your time invested in your strengths, your abilities, the things that you're great at. And that's exactly what Jumpstart HR can do for your small business. If you have a small business, if you're a part of a small business, and if you're noticing that uh, you're experiencing high turnover, if there are laws that are keeping you up at night, if you don't enjoy processing payroll and other HR things, hey, Jumpstart HR is who you need to work with. Providing HR to small businesses and startups who are looking for that DIFM is a significant part of our business. And that's what we've been doing since 2011, over eight years now. So if you are looking for a provider to help your business go to the next level, to help you reward your employees, improve the employee experience, lower turnover and just free up your free up your weekends free up your nights free up your your schedule to focus on things you're excited about check us out at jumpstart-hr.com slash contact and learn more about how we can help your business that's jumpstart hr providing hr services for small businesses and startups let's get back to the show Okay, this is the money episode of the Coffee Shop Q&A. And just so you know, Coffee Shop Q&A is the segment where we dive right into mentorship, whether it's a guest interview, whether it's a topic I've been thinking about lately, or if it's just responding to your questions. And I don't say just because that's super, super important. If you have a question that you want me to answer, why don't you shoot me a DM, send me a message on Twitter, on Instagram, just with your question. Uh, It could be about leadership, it could be about HR, it could be about business, personal development, self-development, hey, what book am I reading? Those sorts of things. But I got this question and it says, I want to be better about saving and investing for my future. How do I get into the stock market? I'm so glad you asked. And I want to share with you, the listener, um, this article on fool.com, and it's the 10 best performing stocks of the decade. Now, when we say the decade, obviously, I'm thinking about 2010s, the 2010s, and what stocks were successful there. And you would be surprised at the stocks that if you bought them in 2010 and you held them through 2020, you'd have made a ton of money. Let's just go through some of these. The number one top selling stock or best performing stock in the decade of the 2010s, probably no surprise, is Netflix. Netflix has a market cap of $143 billion. Market cap just means how much is all, are all of the shares worth. So Netflix, everybody pays their $9.99, their $14.99 a month for their subscriptions. And Netflix is profiting from that. And they're, they're going on and taking up great territory. And so you need to be thinking about what stocks do you want to invest in in 2020 that you will hold through 2030. And man, What would discipline savings do for you if you were to invest in the stock market? So Netflix, their 2019 return. So I'm going to give you their returns just from this year and then their returns in the 2010s. 
So, and, and then also how much a thousand dollars invested at the start of the decade would be worth at the end of the decade. Y'all, I'm kicking myself because Netflix had a 20.9% return in 2019. So that means if you invested a dollar in Netflix, you would have gotten a dollar and 20 cents. Yeah, that's great. But if you would have invested in the 2010s, their return in the 2010s is 4,011%, which means if you invested $1,000 at the start of the decade, your $1,000 would be worth $41,110. That is crazy. I can't believe it because with $1,000, if you would have just wait for 10 years, you could buy a car. You could pay for a a year of tuition at a college or university, or even uh, four years at some schools, you could have a sizable down payment for a house. You could pay off student loans. So this $41,000 that you could have from investing in Netflix at the start of the 2010s is just from $1,000. Could you imagine what that would be if you would have put in $2,000, $3,000, $5,000, $10,000, $10,000 if I do the math on this correctly at a zero would be worth $410,000 through the decade. So Netflix was number one and here's number two. I'm kicking my butt for number two as well because I like this brand. I would say that I think they're the best at what they do, but you've got to admit that their, their marketing and some of the things that they've been doing over the past few years has been very consistent and very innovative. And that's Domino's Pizza. Domino's Pizza has a market cap of $12.1 billion. They had a 19.6% return, so very competitive with uh, Netflix. Their return in the 2010s was 3,989%. So $1,000 invested at the start of the decade would be worth $40,890 10 years later. What you need to do now is think, okay, I have $1,000 or I have $100, whatever amount you have of money, you need to be making sure that you are setting this aside in the stock market. And the question is, well, how do I get into the stock market? This is where the coffee shop Q&A kind of happens. I wanted to set it up with like why this is so important because you can put money aside and if you pick the right stock, it could change your life. So what are some things that you can do to get into the stock market? The first thing you can do, you can manage your own stocks. It's easy enough to go to a e-brokerage like a, a Scott Trade or E-Trade or a TD Ameritrade and say, hey, look, I got $1,000. I'm gonna sign up, I'm gonna dump it from my bank account into this investment platform and that's gonna be it. You could do that, that's number one. Very easy. Now there's no one there to advise you, so you need to study yourself, use the charts that they have, the tools, the resources that they have to help you be successful. You can be successful in this. The next thing that you need to do is you can ask an advisor. That would be like a John Hancock, a Merrill Lynch, a TD Ameritrade. One of those groups, you would be reaching out to them to make sure that you uh, have someone that can advise you and walk you along the steps that you need to take to be successful. And then the next thing you can do is um, what I do now, but really I'm going to move more into the advisor and study for yourself category because um, A, I want to be more intentional with kind of the like play money that I get 
and investing that and seeing that have returns, but then also the money that I actually set aside. I want an advisor to take a look at that and put it in places where I wouldn't have known to invest. But for now, if you're like, hey, I don't have a, a brokerage account, I don't have an advisor, but I do have my phone. I recommend Betterment. Um, Betterment is a tool that I use. You can get weekly withdrawals, monthly withdrawals from your account. $10 at a time, $50 at a time, $100 at a time, $1,000 at a time. You can save for savings goals. You can save for your retirement. You can get an IRA, a 401k. Um, you can do all these cool things with a, a tool like Betterment. And if I log into my Betterment app right now, let me see what I've got going on here. All right, so I'm logging into my Betterment account. And what do I see? I see my projections. I see what's in my portfolio. Uh, there's an opportunity to reach out to somebody if I need help. Um, I can see the rate of return that I've been getting on my investments. And I can transfer money in or out. So I want you to know that you can win in finances, you can win in stocks, and sometimes it just takes finding the right company. And based on these top two stocks here, I would say go with something that you use often that you feel like is going to be successful in the next decade. I mean, pizza, well, movies and pizza were the top two performing stocks of the decade. That's insane. Elsewhere on this list, Fair Isaac, which is like your FICO scores, they did phenomenally. But, you know, I think a lot of that had to do with people wanting to know their credit scores more often uh, with a lot of the issues that have been happening with, with data breaches. And the last one on the list for the top 10 was United Rentals. You may never do business with United Rentals, but if you ever go to a shopping center or new construction and you see like those lifts or those cranes in the sky, United Rental owns a lot of those things and they're making a killing. So just look around you at what's successful, what brands do you see often? And many advisors would not say pick one stock, but what I would say is pick one stock that you're willing to take a 10-year bet on, but for the rest of your um, stocks and investments, definitely talk with a professional. Talk with a professional about that one that you think is gonna have huge success over the decade but get advice and don't be afraid to take action. So that is this episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. Y'all, I've had so much fun. Please visit the Patreon page and join. It would mean so much to me to, that you would join the Patreon page. And also, if you're a small business owner, if you know a small business owner, if you know an entrepreneur who needs HR services why not check out jumpstarthr.com? In fact, I'm asking you to check out jumpstarthr.com and see how we can help you grow your business and have success with your employees so that you can spend more time doing things that you like to do because we're HR nerds, we love it. All right, this has been another episode of the Business Life of Coffee podcast. Our producer and editor is Peja. Thank you so much. Music by Io. Follow her on Instagram as well. And I'll see you next week.